Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I am Pastor Miller and I just want to say I'm very excited about uh, this session uh, that we're going to be sharing with you today. And I want to uh, talk with you today about uh, some scriptures found in the book of Romans, chapter number 12. And I'm going to read verse 5 uh, to you through verse number 8. Verse 5 said, So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that's given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. And notice this, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that uh, giveth, let him do it with simplicity, he that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Now, I want to talk to you about verse number seven that says, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering. So in uh, in this particular verse, it's talking about having to wait on our ministry. So I'm going to talk to you today on why it's important to wait, but I think my title is going to be, Why Do I have to wait. Why do I have to wait? Now, we're going to be looking at a few uh, certain people here today that done great things for God, but they had to wait on their ministry before they could do those things God had wanted them to do or called them to do. In First of all, I want to say this. If God is making you wait, then you're in some pretty good company. If God's making you wait, you're with some good company. First of all, I want to talk to you about a young man by the name of Joseph. Joseph was a young uh, boy at the time. God had given him several dreams and he had told his dreams to his brothers, also to his mother and father. And not only did they not believe the dreams, but it caused great jealousy with his brothers. And his brothers actually uh, was so jealous of him that they sold him into slavery in Egypt. Now, I want you to notice about Joseph. He had to wait. God did call him, by the way, that he was going to do great things for the saving of his house. But he had to wait 
15 years before he could do that. Actually, Joseph was 17 years old when he was sold into slavery. Genesis 41 verse 46 said he was 30 years old when he was made overseer to the king or second in command to Pharaoh or the king of Egypt. In between being 17 years old and knowing God had called him, he had to wait 13 long years. Not only did he have to wait, but he went through some severe training. He first was in Potiphar's house, and there he was loyal, faithful to Potiphar. But he was then placed in prison for a number of years. Uh, and he was put in prison for no wrong that he had done. It was because of his loyalty and faithfulness to his master. He had refused to sin with his master's wife. She told lies on him and he was sold, or excuse me, placed into prison. But finally, at the age of 30, he was released from prison and assumed second in command to the king, but it took 13 long years. Now I'm gonna go through these probably quicker than I like, but I wanna try to get to each one of these uh, this morning. And the second one I wanna to talk to you about is a man named Abram, who later become Abraham. Abram, had also received a promise from God. In Genesis 12, verse 1, God said, Abram, get up and get out. Get out from among your kindred. Leave home. Uh, I'll show you where I want you to go. And then in verse 2, he said, I'll make you a great nation. God had even told him he was going to make his seed to be so great that it would be like the sand on the sea or like the stars in the sky. But he had no children, so how could this be? The Bible said in verse 4 of that 12th chapter of Genesis, Abraham was 75 years old when he left and had received the promise. Then in chapter 21 in verse 5, Abraham, he's now called, the Bible said was 100 years old when Isaac was born. What a great story uh, that this is. God had promised him he was going to make a great nation out of him. But it took 25 long years before he even had a child. From And even greater than that, from 75 years old to 100 years old. I just think that's a, a great story this morning. So if God is telling you, wait, I've got something for you to do. I'm going to use you to do great things. Don't assume that means tomorrow. I mean, it may be a while before God uses you. That's why I chose to read in the book of Romans to you where it says, or in your ministering, wait on that ministering. 
Wait until God's timing. Wait until God is ready. Then there's another man by the name of Moses. And Moses was uh, 40 years in the wilderness. Could you imagine? 40 years of wilderness wandering. And of course, I'm referring to the plight of the Israelites that due to their disobedience and their unbelief that they had, it took them 40 years. Now, God had promised them in Exodus, uh, really all the way up from chapters 1 to 12, that he was going to bless them and he was going to send them to a land that was flowing with milk and with honey. And even though they may have been convinced in some part that this was going to take place, there was such unbelief over and over and over that God would do something great and then they would still show times and periods of grumbling and complaining and doubt and unbelief. So it actually took 40 long years before they could go over and possess the land that God had promised them and given and gave them that land that was flowing with milk and honey. So God finally uh, done that great work and done that great thing for them, but it took 40 years. Now, I told you at the beginning of this uh, episode today that if God's telling you to wait, go ahead and wait and take time until God is ready because if God's asking you to wait, it's not, you're not by yourself. You're in some great company. And I said that because of Joseph, 13 years, Abraham, 25 years, Moses, 40 years. And this one, I really want you to listen to Jesus Christ, the Son of God himself, 30 years. He was born, and uh, the Bible talks about that great uh, uh, virgin birth of Jesus Christ. And I, yes, I believe in the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. And uh, he was born as Messiah. He was born God with us. That's why he was called Emmanuel. And thank God for the birth of Jesus. I know when he's about 12, he confounded the the lawyers and doctors and so on. But look at Luke chapter 3, verse 23. Verse, well, first let's look at verse 21. The Bible said, now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized, excuse me, and praying. I hope you see that today. The Bible said Jesus also was baptized and was saw praying. Who is he praying to? Wasn't he the son of God? He was praying to his his father. And the Bible said that after he was baptized and was praying, it says plainly 
the heavens opened. Then verse 22, it said, and the Holy Ghost, I love this, the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son. In thee I am well pleased. Now, you know, I'm trying not to get too excited because I know I'm uh, talking to you and teaching, if you will, on this a podcast, but when I read verses like this, it's hard not to get excited uh, to think about something this great. So I read you verse 21, that when the rest of the crowd was being baptized, Jesus also was baptized. And, and then the Holy Ghost came down on him. It descended, uh, the Bible said, in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. So the Holy Ghost came down upon him. And the word was, this is my beloved son. Now verse 23, look at this. I'm still talking about sometime we have to wait. And the Bible said in verse 23, and Jesus, I'm gonna read it slow, and Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age. So even Jesus Christ, God's son, there was a time, and I, I mean, I can't explain to you, I'm not going to try to go into some kind of theo great theology about this. Others may say why, but since you know, uh, he's God. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm only going to tell you that he had to wait till he was 30 years old before his actual ministry started. So at 30 years of age, Jesus began his earthly ministry. And so many miracles was uh, performed, starting with uh, the miracle of the turning the water into wine and so forth at the marriage of Cana. And there's no way that I could take in any podcast or I'd be preaching 24 straight hours and still not scratch the surface of half the things that Jesus done even on earth. But thank God for Jesus. Thank God, uh, for his precious son. And I wonder why, and if you're listening to me, I don't mean to be offensive today, but why is it that some of us, or maybe you that's listening, think, now I know God's called me to be an evangelist or a Sunday school teacher or a deacon or a pastor or a whatever the position and I'm ready right now. Why do you think that you should go right now? I mean, it's good that you're ready uh, to perform uh, and do whatever you, God wants you to do. But if it took Joseph 13 years, Abraham 20, 
13 years for Joseph, for him to get in the position God wanted him. 25 years for Abraham to get his promise. 40 years for Moses to finally get uh, the, the children of Israel through Egypt's wilderness. And 30 years for Jesus Christ to wait on uh, his earthly ministry. Why do you assume that uh, you tell your pastor or your leader, I don't want to wait. I want to preach right now. Now, I'm going to tell a story. I just preached last week in uh, Sumter, South Carolina. So only uh, the preacher told me and one or two more will know. But I, I love what a pastor there said. He told his pastor, I won't call names, but this pastor said, I told my pastor when I was young, he said, I was preaching a year, and I told him, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start right now full-time in the ministry. And he said his pastor told him, and I won't go into full detail, but he said, don't you think you ought to work on your anointing? Don't you think you ought to work on being ready? Don't you think you ought to work on uh, being where God wants you first before you assume that you're going to just step out? Now, I'll remind you of the verse that we started out with, or ministering. Let him wait on his ministering. So, but pastor, God's called me to preach. God's called me to minister. I know. Take some time and do what the Bible said and wait on your ministry. So don't be quarreling with your pastor. Don't tell him you're ready to assume his job right now. Look here, I mean, God's not going to call you today and you take over the pastor's role. No way. You're going to need some time till God is ready for you. So don't be discouraged. Wait on God. Wait till God's ready. And then God will use you in a mighty, mighty way. Once again, my uh, title and what I'm trying to talk to you about is why do I have to wait? Well, I hope that I described it to you well enough. So don't wonder why, don't ask why. Just wait on your ministry and God will bless you if you will. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode because I really have. And I'm Pastor Miller, and I enjoy uh, being with you every time. And I hope that if you're following us on YouTube, that you'll reach up and hit the subscribe button so you can listen to us the next time. Or whatever podcast site you're on, please follow us and join us the next time on PHT in the morning with Pastor David Milton. God bless you and have a great rest of your day.